great future. We're talking real money. Talking real money, video, audio, all kinds of do. Yes, we do every day on this show. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald. Over there in the not an aircraft hangar is Tom Cock. It is not a real aircraft hangar. It is merely an office with lots of little airplanes in it. And then when we're done, he just he goes up, he plays with them. You don't touch those planes. My wife knocked one down with a fan earlier this year, and oh, and she had apoplexy. The poor woman. Yeah, she did. She really felt bad. Now, thankfully, the Condor has been refurbed and is hanging again. But uh, yeah, it's not something you do. So careful. No, you don't mess with Tommy's planes. Do not mess with the planes. (laughs) All right. Well, this is uh, we're coming up on. at least with the when we put put this podcast together, we're coming up on the holiday season, the Christmas season. Uh, we're well into the Hanukkah season. Hey, Don, so, I just lost your video. You don't need my video. Okay, That's I lost your video now. So, okay. Uh, now I have to explain to everybody at home. We're actually <laughs> recording this over the internet. Uh, Tom's in his place. I'm in my place, and we um, we it records. It's very cool. It's a cool system that records the audio and video on each of our computers, so that it we don't have to have a super high speed connection. And then I edit it all together later. So um, even though Tom can't see me, or I can't see him, can you see me? I cannot. I can't see. Well, then it says you are disabled. Even though we, I, 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 well, I'm feeling a little under due the to weather internet today, but... quality issues. Oh, internet qual. Oh, you know what it is? It's my oh, there daughter is my daughter's sick, and she's downstairs watching the British baking show. <laughs> well, Probably that's super critical. high def. All right. So, what are we going to talk about today? On well, we're going to talk about presents. Real money. We're going to talk about giving gifts yeah. to people because we we like to talk about financial gifts and gifts that keep on giving for years and years and years and years. And we have a gentleman we've talked with several times. His name is Chuck Jaffe. Chuck Jaffe is a famous despiser of Susie Orman. He hates Susie Orman. Hates her. Hates her. Hates her. I, he's actually said it on he actually our show. Actually, use that word. I, yeah, use the word. I yeah. hate Susie Orman. He mm-hmm. pronounces it Orman. I don't know why, but that's what he says. It's East Coast I, thing. I have, I have audio of that. I'm going to look that up when Tom talks. But anyway, <laughs> Tom read a recent article of his. I did not. Uh, well, because it's in the local Seattle Times paper. Every Sunday, his column is there. And I do read his column because I'm curious to see what he's thinking about, et cetera. And, of course, now it's all about holiday giving, which... Don just said, by the way, we are in favor of light on the gifts in terms of things and heavier on, I don't know, investments, saving for college, those sort of things that have more lengthy but delayed gratification. Lengthy meaning but delayed gratification. So there's the actual column holding it up on the vlog cast here. On the uh, video so cast. Yeah. Yeah. I That's mean, here's nice. the thing. Chuck, Chuck writes about, uh, you know, giving. Someone wrote in. And said, hey, I want to give uh, my six grandchildren's stock in a company. Now, if you wrote me and said that, what would I say? I would say, stop the stock. Because we would tell you to either A, if depending on what you want this money to be for, 
to put it in a 529 for future education because I happen to believe highly in education. So my grandkids' money goes in their 529s. Or I would say put it in a Uniform Gift to Minor Act account of some kind, and I would invest it in like one ETF, what comes to mind, easy one, V is in victory, T is VT, because it's one exchange-traded fund that holds about 9,000 stocks globally. Chuck doesn't say that, and I wish he would, because instead he says, okay, let's, let's figure out how to give them stocks, individual companies. And now he says it's easy. You can, you know, Fidelity does stocks by the slice, stock slices from Charles Schwab as well. So you can simply own fractional shares of company. Then he goes into picking a company. How do you pick a company? And, and he puts this in the column. Remember, he says, you're investing for lessons, not lifetimes. We'll get back to that in just a moment. And then he adds on. As Don looks love- askance for those of you <laughs> listening. <laughs> you can Here's what he says. You can love index funds and want them to become a cornerstone of the portfolio of your adult children when they're entering the working world. But stick to what they understand now and teach them the benefits of ownership. So what he's really saying is they're not smart enough to understand that investing in a lot of stocks, a lot of companies, a global economy is smarter than trying to pick. Well, let's go with a few that he recommends here. He put his daughter into Mattel. Yes, what did he recommend? Idea. Well, okay, the big names, he says, oh, you could, how about Apple. Microsoft? Yep, Apple's Microsoft. in there as well. Yeah. Google. Amazon. Um, but he does recommend a few alternatives. Manchester United, M-A-N-U for the sporty kid, or Juventus, or Madison Square Garden Sports. I mean, he gets into gamers or people that want to own Mattel or entertainment. By the way, that's pandering to me because, hey, you really like fast food. Why don't you go buy McDonald's stock? Can I right? buy I you mean, Liverpool stock? <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't think Liverpool's public. Oh, darn it, because I know you wouldn't like Man U. I would not like Man U. Okay, yeah. so, again. I'm just trying to be to thoughtful like Chuck. Now, you're a very thoughtful guy. Um, it, Tim, here's what it smacks to me. What yeah. if your kid came and said, hey, I am 14, and I got one of those nearly 14-year-olds, and I want to drive. Should you go buy them, like, a car, or should you get them driving lessons? Yeah, I'm going to go with the lessons on that one. Uh, what if your kid says, I really like McDonald's. Should you just get them a $1,000 gift certificate to McDonald's so they can eat there every day, or should they figure out some sort of balanced approach where you could go to McDonald's from time to time? I guess I don't or anything that is like a bad example for the future because he I have even a better analogy lessons. for you. Please. I have a better, le- I have a better analogy for you. And, and the, the good thing about this analogy is that parents actually do it. So you got a 14 year old and they want to drive and you go, you're too young to drive. You're not, yeah. it's not safe for you out there. Those cars are dangerous, even though you're encased in a steel body, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. For Christmas, I'm going to get you an electric scooter that can go 25 miles an hour down the highway. Oh, that's a good lesson. It's scary. <laughs> they're, they're not surrounded but, by anything, and they don't know how to drive. And here's the thing. He adds later. Well, when they're adults, sure, you tell them that investing in individual stocks not such a great idea, but now you want to use index ones. I don't understand why you don't just tell them that when they're eight or nine. It's not sexy as owning, I get it, Tesla or Microsoft or Apple. 
but we're trying to give them life lessons. The life lesson is to be diversified. The life lesson is not to pay attention to individual stocks. The life lesson is to get into something, get started. So I have an alternative. We've mentioned this on the program before. Why not, especially for teenagers, and this is so easy, especially if they have an income. Well, Roth IRA is a great alternative, but I was thinking something simple like acorns. Oh, acorns. And you could even put some money in. You you get the account open for them, and you put some seed money in there, and then when they start spending, some of the, the, the round acorns is a rounding service. As money gets spent on a debit card, the roundup goes into the account. It invests in a widely diversified portfolio, and it's there. And you're not paying attention to the stock market every day because you don't care what's going on with Tesla, Microsoft at all. I think Wealthfront has a similar thing. I love your idea, Don, of a Roth IRA. I think that's true. As soon as any young person has income, you open the Roth IRA for them. That money goes in. You could even be the one who puts the money in. They don't even have to be the one to save it. So again, what you really want to teach here is the correct way to own stocks, and that is diversified. What you really want to teach is patience with investing. Individual stocks teach none of that because what they teach you is you've got to pay attention to those companies to see what's next. And speculation is not something we want to teach our young people. That's risky and dangerous and is all the wrong lessons. Why not teach them the right thing from the beginning? So, bah yeah, humbug you know, to you, Chuck. It, investing in individual stocks at one time was kind of cool in a way. I know a lot of people bought their kids or grandkids a share of Disney because they would get the certificate. And yep. it had Disney characters on it. and It was tangible. Now it's just an entry in an account. Just yeah. nothing, nothing fun about that for the kid. Uh, I not, still not have that a Roth some, IRA is fun either. I still have but, some. You want to buy stock certificates? You can still go online and buy that. I bought a share a few years ago of Washington Mutual. Oh so yeah, bankrupt companies. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Spend your money on bankrupt can, companies. <laughs> put that. But speaking in there, of wanna... speaking of a gift that uh, pretty much keeps on giving nothing, that's kind of worthless. Uh, there's an article in the Wall Street Journal just came out. That suggests giving crypto this holiday season. Give cryptocurrencies or NFTs, non-fungible tokens or fungible. Is it fungible or fungible? Fungible. Fungible. I thought it was fungible. Uh, and, and I love this advice. I love this bit of advice. This person says, give them the coin or cryptocurrency that is most useful for their preferred activities. Gun running, drug dealing, what, <laughs> Any what other preferred, act- criminal what enterprise? preferred activity does anybody do with <laughs> cryptocurrency? For the criminal hmm. in your family, there's nothing like a good Bitcoin. <laughs> nothing says the happy holidays more than stocking up on their favorite crypto. <laughs> and then they've got, and then, then this person, this woman suggests non-fungible tokens. Um, and, and you're supposed to look at what the person likes. Well, I like stuff that's tangible. <laughs> but maybe fungible. I told you I saw He's, my first ever nifty over the holiday season, actual one on the wall. Okay, so it had to have been on a television screen of some yeah, sort. Yeah, they have a television screen on their wall plugged <laughs> in that's there. Then it's a t- the only thing fungible is the television. <laughs> exactly. It was pretty cool actually. It was an astronaut, so I I thought it looked pretty No, neat. no, no, but but Anybody it's can not, put the picture of the astronaut up on their computer screen, even if they don't well, but own was, it. 
it wasn't it wasn't a picture it was a kind of a pixelated i, don't I know, know but i could do the it. flying rainbow cat and put it up on my screen right now and i don't own it and you'd make about six billion dollars you should get on that no, I don't think so. Here's the funny thing about this article, though. She goes along nicely with her cryptos and her nifties, and then she says, but for, for kids, well, don't get them crypto. Get them a nice 529. That out of the blue? <laughs> out of the blue. Wow. Give money to a 529 plan. And Okay. Oh, and then the last thing, she also suggested meme stocks. Sure. Really? Why not? And by the way, that's what other meme than, stocks? That's today? worse than Chuck's advice. By the way, yeah, it is worse. What are, I don't even know what the meme stocks are today. Man, you, I can't. I mean, what are they? What's the what's trading all over the internet? I'm not paying enough they, attention. Th- this I guess. article doesn't say. Oh, okay. Doesn't say. And then the finally, ones that were at the beginning of the year are gone. I know that. So finally, give them the gift that no one knows what to do with. Much like the pet rock of old, tungsten cubes. Tungsten cubes. Do you keep those no, in your I'm basement too, and you're safe? I mean, how does that work? Uh, the cubes run anywhere from four hundred dollars for a two inch cube, two two inch cube, yeah. to three thousand for a four inch cube. And how much does that weigh? A lot. Let's see. Uh, tungsten cube. I know they're now very. You, I know they're very. Well, they're very dense, right? I mean, it's like holding a black hole. It weighs like a million gazillion pounds. One All right, hold on. Let's see how much they it's weigh. Very hold dense on. Dying matter. Dying to know. Kind of like your brain. Tungsten cube. Wait. Wait for it. Wait for the weight. Wait for the weight. Wait for the spinning cycle. Uh, Go. A four-inch block of tungsten. The four-inch square one that's $3,000. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to believe how much it weighs. <laughs> I am. I know it's dense. No, matter. no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a big dog, right? I have a hundred and four pound black lab, how, dude. How how heavy is the dog food that you lift up for the dog? <laughs> Not that heavy. Forty one pounds. Forty one pounds. Wow, that's crazy. in a four inch cube. Now, yeah. what's that amount of tungsten actually worth? You pay three thousand for your four inch cube. It's worth a spot price today about six hundred and fifteen dollars. That wait, is so you're paying three thousand for something that's worth six hundred? Yes, correct. And, and by the way, if you like that deal, call me directly because I've got a couple <laughs> of deals like that for other stuff in my garage. Yeah, that you'll like. Hey, too. Tom will melt down almost authentic <laughs> World War II airplanes. <laughs> Actually, I have a piece of an actual plane. Anyway, that's a whole other story. But because no one's here. I pretty much give mm-hmm. the stuff away. Come on by, knock on the door. You can just take whatever yeah. you like. He's got a trash compactor. He'll compact down <laughs> anything in his house for only $1,000 a cube. And you know why I wait and get away with this, because my wife never listens to this podcast, so I'm okay. No, she doesn't care what we say. She has <laughs> exactly. no idea. But uh, we take questions, too, by the way, when yeah. we're more serious at 855-935-TALK <laughs> or sent in to us at TalkingRealMoney.com. And the question of the day for you, Mr. Yes. Cock, is where yes. to borrow money? Wow, for Here's what? Here's the note. I don't yeah. – excuse me? I'm getting to it. <laughs> what do you think? I'm, I am not asking the question. I am relaying it to you. I'm going to bring it over here okay. into my All field right. of vision so that I don't have to look off to the side. All right, so this one says, I have an upcoming surgery. Oh, it's for surgery. 
that I believe is necessary and not covered by insurance. Costs approximately $12,000. I'm 64, will work full-time in a secure job. Vanguard funds in a $100,000 Roth IRA. Checking, savings, credit card. Savings only has $4,000. Credit card has a a $10,000 limit at 7.99. Current balance is $400. No other debt. Do I, one, increase the credit limit on my current card, no foreseeable other needs to use card for anything large, or two, apply for an additional card just for this surgery, Uh, three, apply for a personal loan via BECU. I have good credit score, so I would imagine the interest rate would be at the lower end of the range, 7.49 to 18. I think it's possible to withdraw from my Roth, but I don't think that's a good idea. Any thoughts? And how much money are we talking about? $12,000. Wow. Now, the one thing this person didn't mention is home ownership. Yeah, I mean, because obviously either refinancing your mortgage or and taking cash out or getting a HELOC of some kind. A HELOC, which could be at a much lower rate. Yeah, so that would be one. I, You know, I kind of like the personal line of credit too because um well, and by the way you I, don't have to do all or one or another what if you did some from the roth and some from the personal line of credit uh and because i i, I don't know you'd have to go look but i don't know what the personal line would be at your uh, favorite uh credit union he mentioned one well he said he said he's great state of washington she said she said right here she said oh, 7.49 to 18 oh. at the credit union oh, so that's 18. on the, that's high that's high. Yeah, it is high. And the credit yeah. card is at 7.99. Um, I'm thinking about this. Wow. Because yeah, it really uh, depends on what what you're making in the Roth, too. Because she's now at the age where she can take it out without penalty. And how fast you can pay it back. Right. Not in the Roth. But, but in other words, if you go to borrow the 12... What kind of, does your cash flow allow you to pay that back in a year, two years, et cetera, et cetera? That's an important thing to know mm-hmm. because obviously then the interest could pile up on you a bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, because if it's quickly, then just, as you said, extend your card, pay it all back within a year, big deal. Doesn't matter. But if this is going to be a five year note or something, then it might, you might really want to be more careful with the interest rate. I still like what you said earlier, Don. If you held real estate, that would be the place to start because you could do that in today's world almost virtually painlessly mm-hmm. right i mean because you could refinance the mortgage very quickly take the cash out get on with your life and you can get it at i don't know three percent for a 30-year mortgage or whatever it is if you can pay this off within about a year i think i would take the easiest path and that would be you got four thousand in savings and this is assuming you have the means by which to pay this back within a year replenish your savings and pay off that credit card to the two. So it's $1,000 a month that you can get out of your budget somewhere. If you have that, I would just take the path of least resistance and go for the 7.99 credit card and a couple thousand out of savings and then just immediately start replenishing or paying off the credit card and then replenishing. I yeah, pay so off I guess at the end of the first. day, yeah, it comes down to, as it's a, how quickly you can you can pay this off from your existing cash flow. And I think she mentioned C64. So you wouldn't want to have it bleed into but retirement she's if at all possible. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah. again, if she's retiring at 65 or something, this is something you would want to pay off. And I'd say anything over about 5%, you really don't want to carry it into retirement if possible. Yeah, that's the best we can do. I hope that helps. 
Thank None of them, they can call you for the money. You, it's the holiday season. You could uh, kick in a couple bucks. I, I'm sorry. I got plenty of people who are, have their little hands out. Little <laughs> you do. Hands. You're like me. Everybody got their hand wanting something there. Yeah. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. 855-935-8255. Do me a favor. Tell friends, relatives, acquaintances, people you bump into this holiday season to uh, listen to Talking Real Money on their favorite podcast service. And also... To even watch our videos on YouTube or at TalkingRealMoney.com. And if you want an incredible retirement education, sign up for Retire Meet 22. It's not our 22nd, but it's happening in 22. It's our 7th, right? No, 8th. 7th? 8th. It's 8th, yeah. Dang. We've been doing this for a long I time. I know. It's our 8th Retire Meet. Uh, it's free if you attend online. If you're in the Seattle area, we'll be doing it live at the Maiden Bower Center on the 26th of February. You can get your tickets online at retiremeet.com. Retire Meet, not M E A T M E E T.com. It's a different so event. Make sure you get that right. Yeah. Retire with the meat you, of your what, dreams. What happens if you go to Retire Meet with an A? What I bought get? that. So it just goes back to. Yeah, you actually can okay. misspell it. I just, it's a All good right. joke. Let's see. Let me double check and make sure it works. That Retire, we still own that because uh, that would be uh, bad uh, if we're sending them to some, you know, cut rate. Yes, uh, it works. It sends you right to okay. it. Yes, yes, mm. it does. Yeah. It works. Still so better. you can't spell it either way. <laughs> good, good for you. Oh, wait, there's one way you can't spell it. I forgot to get M-E-T-E. Oh, come on. Who's going to spell it that way? Well, you can that's probably meet nobody, out. Nobody you owns, can meet nobody. out advice. Think about it. You can meet out advice. That's true. I'll bet nobody owns that at all. I better buy that today. All right. Somebody's going to get it and try to sell it to me now. Oh, hurry. Okay, I'll hurry. Do you have anything else you'd like to add, Tom? No, I think this has been very, very good, packed full of information that is incredibly valuable. You have valuable. to say that. It's your podcast. It's that close to sincerity, so I'm right there. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe a thing you say right now. <laughs> you say anything to talk to somebody over the next few days. I'm home alone. I will do listen. anything. Oh. Oh. This close, that close to getting the paint can out and hooking it up, dude. So yeah. watch out. I, I was thinking I'm gonna, I'm gonna hire some burglars <laughs> with really bad New York accents and send them your way. Exactly. Bring it on. Bring all right, it on. sir. Thank you all. Thanks for being there. Take care. Spread the word. Um, We're just going to hang out and talk about real money, okay? Talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.